You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Morning. Man, I thought, you know what? I'll be fine. I'll go down to Vancouver for a night yesterday. And uh, sure enough, I've woken up this morning 14 centimeters. I knew there was going to be snow, what with it pouring on the way down a van yesterday, but 14 centimeters on the snow ruler this morning with, well, I reckon Snow Patrol might update that with um, a few more centimeters looking at the snow ruler. Yeah, and flurries still uh, coming down right now. So uh, looking at the webcam, some variable visibility this morning, a nice kind of mid cloud band that looks good, but oh yeah, there's going to be way more than 14 centimeters in leeward terrain, what with those high winds coming through from yesterday, they've been a consistent like 40, 50 Ks an hour, 50 Ks an hour for the past like 24 hours. So that's around the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb. But yesterday, it was about minus 11 at this time in the morning at Seventh Heaven at the Horseman Hut and the peak of Whistler, now looking about minus six and a half degrees. So warmer today around the Roundhouse and Rendezvous elevations, you're looking at minus four. And then down to the valley right now, well, it's just zero degrees in the valley. So light snow uh, in the valley, in fact, a couple centimeters as well on the roads. The plows are out doing some salting and some clearing this morning. Yeah, can't believe it. 18 centimeters in the past 24 hours. That's 59 in the past seven days. But today due for a freezing level to be higher and about 1,200 meters. So cloudy day with some wet flurries expected and potentially an alpine high of uh, like minus two, but expect high winds like 40, 50 plus Ks an hour at the peaks there and in the Alpine, pretty moderate, like 20 to 30 Ks an hour. Yeah. Our outlook for the week, well, as much as, uh, yeah, WB are putting some positive spin on it, saying we're going to have a ridge, uh, a weak ridge, sorry, a weak ridge of high pressure building late on Tuesday. Uh, Yeah, it looks like we're going to have a freezing level as high as 2,000 meters, so potentially precip like rain, high tomorrow evening. So warm conditions coming through from really tonight through to tomorrow morning and through to Wednesday. And then Wednesday night, we're going to see a change with some colder temperatures. So expect like potentially like a melt freeze crust, you know, like a rain crust for sure over the ne- those next couple of days. I know, such a bummer. But uh, and then some snow coming Friday. So that'll be sitting atop it. Is that That's how it, the current outlook is looking, but we'll see. Yeah, currently some centimeters coming away Friday night, but early days on that too but yeah the flurry is due to end really this morning and uh yeah wow get after it 14 centimeters damn damn oh well you can't have them all hey but uh man did I have some amazing riding on Saturday so pumped to take the ski school kids I coach up flute bowl and we had like north flute like main shoot four line all the way down because we got it right before symphony chair opened so none of that traverse line cutting off the four line in the vert and man oh they were so pumped I was so pumped I didn't even realize until I got to one of the kids like ah oh, Laurie your boots are in walk mode Thought I felt a little loose up there, but <laughs> so much fun. So I hope you had a terrific weekend. I'm sure you did if you got up there, despite, of course, the uh, long lift lines. Oh, boy. And even though it's the end of one March break, spring break this week, it's uh, hotel occupancy is still like at 90% in certain areas. So it's still a very busy week. They're definitely still spring break for some areas. So, yeah, expect it to be busy this week as well. 
even though we've had 14 centimeters, our backcountry update, our bulletin for the sea to sky as it came in at 4 p.m. yesterday hasn't been updated. I wonder if it will be because it was considered a level three danger rating in Alpine yesterday. It's come down to a level two. But with that new snow, uh, do have a really, you know, careful mindset if you're doing some backcountry travel, especially having seen a min report come up from the Coca-Cola summit just the other day. But you do need to, we, we all need to be doing careful uh, assessment with that wind slab hazard as we move through terrain and move through elevation, gain elevation, as new wind slabs did build overnight and could build through the day today as well. So even though it's saying, yeah, a level two, do be super cautious on north to northwesterly, northeasterly slopes, because that's where, of course, with the southerly or southwesterly wind direction we've had, we've had a lot of um, loading on the north slopes there. So more snow in those areas, but therefore wind slabs. So be super cautious there, along with cornices, giving those a wide berth as well. They've been reported to be really fragile recently too. Uh, especially, yeah, on or below ridges. So yeah, uh, be super cautious out there. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with that rising freezing level coming really tonight through to tomorrow. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for the valley? Well, for the valley, like I said earlier, currently zero degrees, looking for a high of five degrees today. It was actually 3.4 yesterday, the max temperature recorded at Nestor's, but looking for a high of potentially five today. So periods of rain expected this morning, maybe another couple centimeters until it really warms up and, and then rain this afternoon, yeah, through to tomorrow, like I said, with even warmer temps, nine degrees expected. In fact, uh, in Vancouver, they're going to be in the double digits over during the course of the week. That was initially forecast for us, but I wonder if we're going to see that. Maybe nine degrees tomorrow, though. Ugh. Warm and wet. Warm and wet. But yesterday was the first day of spring. Happy, uh, happy first day of spring. That means the days are officially longer than the nights now. And yesterday's equinox was at 8.33 in the morning. The sun finally came north of the equator. There you go. Mm-hmm. So expect a bit of a uh, wet week this week until sort of Thursday, Friday, when I think we'll get more, uh, a bit more sunshine at this point until that Friday uh, those accumulations come in at the night. Um, I still haven't seen imagery of b the the burst pipe actually at the rendezvous. The rendezvous lodge was open on Saturday at least for grab and go food. The washrooms are closed at the time due to that burst pipe, uh, that sewage pipe. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any photos and I haven't been up to check it out. So maybe I'll do that tomorrow. But uh, yeah, um, the two park was at capacity yesterday, so that's been super busy. But otherwise, every lift was spinning yesterday. Apart from the Wissa Tea Bars and, of course, Francis Chair. But the Wissa Tea Bars has been closed for two weeks now. Uh-huh. Yeah, by the way, skiing that, was it Thursday, Coco? We skied skiers left at the Tea Bars. Man, that was some good turns. Better than the flute turns we had. Oh, no, it was Friday. I had flute twice this week. Anyway, so what are we looking at for the road conditions? Well, there's actually some avalanche control work, of course. What with the the latest uh, round of snow we've had happening on the Duffy Lake Road tonight. I know somebody, Peter Kagasek, is actually up there overnight tonight. He'll be uh, hearing some bombs, wow, as he comes out this morning. But starting at 9 a.m. through to noon today, expect delays of up to 20 minutes. What with avalanche control work planned on the Duffy today. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, brightening already, what with sunrise on the way. Sunrise today is at 7.13, apparently. 
just so you know. But uh, otherwise, driving conditions yesterday, what with the rain south of Squamish, it was on the way to Vancouver, quite a bit of pooling. The usual suspects as you get around, like, you know, towards the Capilano exit, you know, uh, (laughs) water on the windscreen from the other side of the road that really gives you a fright. But yeah, expect with rain over the next couple of days, potential pooling, wet surfaces, very much the case in Pemby this morning, according to the webcams. And of course, a couple centimeters as well. So that's your road conditions. Take it easy, lots of distance, all that kind of stuff. But let's have a look at some events coming our way. With it being the first day of spring, here's an event for your calendar. It's happening actually on April 5th at the library. You can attend in person between 7 and 8.30 p.m. Or you can uh, get the videos online. It's with good friend and very talented horticulturalist, Claire Goss. She'll be doing uh, talking landscape gardening for the spring, getting your garden ready and also talking about one of her favorite topics how and why to use flowers in your garden mm-hmm. so yeah claire is the horticulturalist at the brew creek center so they've actually got two talks happening one with claire and then another one looking at like uh, actually growing uh, as opposed to flowers growing produce and and fruits uh, and foods which is very tricky you know in our valley with bears but uh, this event uh, claire's event is happening on april 5th i'll tell you more about the other one another time but uh on april April 5th. So uh, get that in your dial, in your calendar, dial it in because uh, I definitely need some more tips on my gardening for summer. Speaking of gardening, super pumped, aren't we, Sarah Steele, to have a plot together uh, for our Aware Grow gardening session this year. I mentioned it when registration opened early in March, uh, or was it even February? March. And yeah, the plots have been allocated at their Spruce Grove. Uh, uh, plots along with it down in Chequemus and Alpha Lake Park. Yeah, so I hope you got managed to get a box for some growing your own vegetables and stuff. I love that program. It's so amazing. And those uh, people were announced yesterday. Check your email. Also yesterday was uh, live in the house at Apre Apre with Josh Stash. Well, where's it calling you, Josh? I'll just call you Stash. <laughs> and that's every Sunday night between 9.30 and 12.30. They had a jam night at, of course, the Crystal Lounge last night. That's back on Sundays. But tonight, the Whistler Junglist, along with the World of Drum and Bass tour, have a very special drum and bass night tonight. And Buddy Phil Cosgrave really wants me to come, but I'm working, Buddy. And then I, I don't know if I can do the 2 a.m. nights anymore when you're getting up to to do this podcast but we'll see maybe I'll show up there are tickets on the door you've got some really talented DJs from the UK and California who I'd love to see so we'll see we'll see maybe I'll show up to that one tonight there are tickets on the door and maybe you were uh, maybe you got to see the Blue Phoenix over the weekend it is uh, Don Crook's birthday a very special member of the community if you've ever seen the Blue Phoenix play live he's uh, featured on this podcast a couple of times but uh, yeah a legend such a very kind soul uh, yeah so compassionate hilarious very talented happy birthday for yesterday Don looking forward to seeing you tomorrow Hmm. Um, more news. Well, you know what? This isn't news. I'm waiting to see and get an update from Peak News Magazine. I'm sure we'll see it in the police briefs this week. But yesterday, the, the part of the marketplace was actually cornered off the McDonald's building with the TD elevation hair. That was all closed off yesterday um, morning. And the rumor is it was due to a stabbing. Mm-hmm. I know. So anyway, uh, that's they're just a rumor mill. Like I'm saying, we'll get more information from that as it comes out. But good news from the peak this morning. Their recap 
from a couple of days ago from, from Molly Jepson actually lifting up being the ceremony flag bearer for the closing ceremony of the Paralympics after she won gold in downhill and silver in the GS during the Paralympics. And she's a Whistle Mountain Ski Club alumni. And yeah, what an honor. So really lovely article there. Man, there's so much news because it's a Monday. I want to try and be a bit more concise here. I didn't realize because I haven't been to the Keys and Clare Hut this year, but for hiking, if you're heading that way down to Russet Lake to camp, I love camping down there in the summer, going across the musical bumps. Those meadows, particularly on Oboe, are just gorgeous. And that's where a lot of the whiskey jacks hang out, by the way. You'll see them there. Um, but also, quite tragically, when you go down to Russet Lake, every year I go, you see how just how much the Fitzsimmons Glacier recedes up the valley like 20 meters a year easy and you can see that on black home too just where you know with the position and the look of the ice cave you know at the foot of the glacier but they've got a new toilet and which is kind of a bummer i loved like actually loved the toilet before you just used to have the outhouse used to have the door open what a toilet with a view gotta say but they've got a new one and uh and that's no bad thing either so good to see that for camping over there in the summer Ah, uh, but a winter-themed photo here. Some photos that Daniel Ryle took online of three ptarmigan, beautiful white ptarmigan, actually near their namesake, near Upper Ptarmigan the other day. How cool. Really awesome to see those beautiful white birds while they're in their white winter camouflage feathers. Amazing that they change color and uh, every year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, really cool photo. Hope you got to catch that. The ptarmigans by their namesake. Uh, Case and the Mondays have announced that they've got a party coming up, the Garden Party, which hasn't happened over the past couple of years, a popular event at the GLC. That's happening April 11th. I've mentioned it before, but I'll do it again. What with Ski Tours staff party uh, that they put on for WB on Wednesday being such a hoot. Well, uh, they're going to be playing a GLC as well, Ski Tour on April 27th. Looks like like they had a hell of a time playing in Jackson Hole. Yeah, so many events, right? I know, I know. Well, let's uh, wrap it up so you can get skiing here <laughs> and give a few birthday shout outs. How about to Bridget Caravaggio, whose birthday it is today? Happy birthday, Bridget. Hope you have a terrific day down in Squamish. And yeah, looks like a lot of birthdays uh, over the weekend that I mentioned on Friday uh, went down. Todd Lawson had a wicked time. Looks like many other people did too. And Christina Chapetta's birthday is coming up tomorrow. Uh, I hope you're doing good, girl. Hope I get to see you soon. But let's give you some throwback facts from Stinky's on the Stroll. Beautiful post you put up, Stinky, the other day on Facebook. We love you. You're killing it. Keep it up. Uh, but some awesome facts brought to you from Stinky's on the Stroll today. Did you know this one's gnarly? I can't even look up the fact to see if Yogi the Bear made it. But in 1962, Yogi the Bear became the first creature to be ejected at supersonic speeds by the U.S. military testing ejection seats. Man, that's, yeah, I don't mean, can I just pretend and hope that Yogi was okay? What about Boo Boo, huh? Okay. Uh, The European Space Agency on this day, March 21st, back in 2013, revealed new data that suggested that the universe is 13.82 billion years old. Yeah, can't wrap my head around that this morning either. But Rebecca... Uh, the film by Alfred Hitchcock, which starred Laurence Olivier and Joan Fontaine, actually was released on this day. It premiered in Miami, actually, and won Best Picture, uh, the Oscar, in 1941. But uh, yeah, uh, from 1940, the original Rebecca. Mm-hmm. 
Apparently on this day in 1975, Ethiopia abolished its monarchy after 3,000 years. Yeah, 1975. And, ah, uh, oh man, not to be too heavy here, but on this day in 2014, March 21st, Russia formally annexed Crimea amid, of course, international condemnation. 2014, eight years ago. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, you know, Ace put a uh, DJ Foxy Moron put a wonderful post up the other day, and I I mentioned it yesterday on Mountain FM. You know, she's saying how lucky we are that the the bombs that we hear here in our community in the morning are for our safety, the avalanche control bombs. She can't imagine, you know, uh, that what people are hearing and facing in Ukraine, let alone so many other war torn places in the world that are so oppressed too. We are so lucky in our town, and I don't mean to be heavy. I really don't. I'm going to uh, bring up the mood with a terrible joke, but it's you're so right, Ace. It's been on all of our minds. We are so lucky to live the lifestyle and uh, that we do in this town. And uh, you, we, we, yeah, um, it, it's, it's amazing. And there are so many efforts and things that we can do. I know times are so tough for us, you know, uh, for a lot of our members of the community, but the Red Cross is doing work on the ground. And, so, you know, if you are able to donate, it seems to be the best option for a lot of people. Some people have been buying Airbnbs as well, like buying nights for people in Ukraine so that money gets direct to people on the ground as well. There's an idea. Yeah, I know, crazy. Times are crazy. But here's a fact for you. Um, to cheer you up a bit, uh, Derek Wibley from Sum 41, you know, he was married to Avril Lavigne at one point. He's had the same hairstyle for years. He was born on this day, 1980. He's from, uh, is he from Ontario? He's Canadian. But uh, yeah, born on this day in 1980. There you go. Um, and uh, did you know that the Beatles actually played their first ever evening show? Yeah. At the Cavern Club in Liverpool, Liverpool. Sound like Paddy the Baddie. Um, yeah. And they were supporting the swinging blue jeans. That was on this day in 1961. There you go. In fact, uh, yeah, another fact for you here too. Iggy Pop and David Bowie got busted on this day in 1976 with uh, what? Uh, 6.4 ounces of marijuana in the hotel room. Woof. And on this day in 1984, Yoko Ono uh, actually designated Strawberry Fields, that area of Central Park. She bought it for in memory of her late husband. That was opened on this day in 1984. Mm-hmm. Lots of facts for you there. There you go. I'll let you chew on those. Give you a little joke here. What concert costs just 45 cents? 50 cent feature Nickelback. <laughs> and track of the day today, which I have to get up on the playlist, but I'm uh, kind of not on my regular computer. So it's actually a drum and bass track that I hope you dig. It's a, dig. It's a remix. And what with the drum and bass night happening tonight at Garth's? Uh, yeah, I figured it'd be appropriate by a really talented English musician, actually, Hope Natasha McDonald, but her stage name is Hope Taller. She's a British songwriter, uh, only 24, from like London and Bristol. She went to the university of Bristol, but it's a Tom Villiers remix, really fun uh, drum and bass remix of her track Tiptoeing, really dig it, tune of the day, get at it, uh, give it a play, and have yourself a terrific Monday, I'm uh, so sorry Sally, I'm going to have to reply to your message, I gutted I'm not skiing today, but you can't have them all, so have fun for me, and uh, maybe we'll try tomorrow, see how high the freezing level is, yeah, I know, yeah, okay, uh, have a great day. <laughs> 
Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.